Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and I thank you for watching it. For those people that's been watching it, please subscribe, please share. Today, we are going to talk about what is sin. Now, before I'm going to give you a definition of what is sin and what sin do in our life, and, and there is a purpose of sin. Sin wants to accomplish something in your life. Let me talk about just a little bit who is God and who is the dead devil and what is God's purpose and what is the devil's purpose. Uh, first of all, God here, Bible says, to give you rich and satisfying life. Okay, so that is the purpose of God. God is here to give you rich and satisfying life. That's what God wants you to, to do. That's what God, God would love for you to have in your life, a rich, satisfying life, a life that is uh, rich of life, family, kids, maybe grandkids, future. Uh, you see your life evolving. You see legacy. You see meaningful life. You have a purpose. You have goals. And you just, man, you're living amazing life. That's what God wants to do. Now, devil, devil's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy to steal your time, to steal your focus, to steal everything that that God wants you to have, right? To truly kill you here and introduce you to his friend death and eventually to kill your soul so you will end up in hell. That's exactly, that's what God, will, God wants to do and that's what devil want, wants to do. Now, God is God of order. Since the beginning, since you, whether you are a believer or not, in the beginning, God created amazing order, even in, in how he created, uh, created this world and us, how he rested, what he told Adam and Eve. There was this amazing, amazing order when it comes to God. When it comes to the devil, devil is God of chaos. That's all he is. He just wants to introduce you to chaos, to confusion. You know, that's the first thing what the snake did. Did God really said this? Did, did God really say it? Did God really mean it? Did, is this really true? It's just chaos. He's God of chaos. And the more chaos you have in life, the more you are going to be on the road, uh, on his road, the broad road to lead to destruction. Now, so what is sin? Let's get to, to, to this word sin. It's from original word or original root, and, and it means shata. It, and, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing right. I think I am. Uh, but it's, its primitive root uh, and, and meaning of this word is to miss the mark, uh, to, to lead astray, to bear the blame by fault, harm, loss, miss, and trespass. But the main thing is to miss the mark. It's like getting an arrow and you're trying to shoot somewhere, but you're shooting it into nowhere. And you're just picking up an arrow and you're shooting it. There's no reward because you don't even know where the arrow is going. You kind of see the arrows flying, but there is no target. You, there is no reward. There is no hitting a, a target. There is no goals. It's just chaos. You're just, just shooting. It's meaningless, empty life. That's what sin is. It's just missing a mark, missing a mark at home, within your family, within your relationship, within your business, within your church, if you go to church, within every aspect and area of your life. Sin wants you to miss the mark, to miss the goal and keep missing it. Keep being worthless. Keep being miserable. Keep being diluted by this war, by this world, by the culture of this world, by stupidity of this world. 
you're just missing a mark. That's what sin stands for. Now, when it comes to this, uh, this world, every one of us uh, desire to find this out, right? Who we are, why we are here, and what is our purpose? Those are the three questions that I think every single, every one of us here on the planet Earth, somewhere, sometimes, some, someplace thought of, you know, who am I? You know, why am I here? What is the purpose of my life? But you find that out within the order, not within the chaos. How can you find out anything within the chaos of and within sinful life? You just you just pursuing feelings, pursuing feeling good, pursuing that moment, that drug, that sex on Friday night, that uh, that gossip, that bitterness. That, I mean, some some people love it. Some people already they eat that fruit every day. That the hatred, the the drama, the news. We're we're conditioned to almost just pursue the negative news, and that's exactly what it is. And how can we find out who we are? How can we find out why we're here? How can we find out the purpose? All those three things, you can find it within the order of God. And God created amazing order. I, I will be talking about that in, in podcasts to come. Because when you understand the order, when you understand the boundaries, when you understand, that's where the freedom is. You see, freedom is, is not fa- found on this plain fields without any boundaries. Freedom is found when there is boundaries because boundaries can protect you boundaries can can actually okay I don't want to go on the other side same thing with anger like anger can be a boundaries when you get to the point of anger you understand okay you're you're going too far you're going too far so so freedom you only find freedom within the boundaries within the order of God and and we all want to find out what are we what are we are good at right right what is our tomorrow looks like every one of us has these things who we are what is the purpose and why are we here and you can only find that out again within the order of God. Now, and all of that is found when there is order. And uh, same thing, let me just, just, just explain it in this way. When you get a new job, right? When you get a new job and you're just looking for a job, you, you didn't even, you did, didn't find the specific job that you like. You just in need of a job and you find a job, right? Let's, let's think about this for a second. What do you do? You submit to the process in the order that's within this company. Okay, we have a process, procedures, SOP, standard operating procedures, and you finding all that out. Within that order, within those boundaries, you find out really quickly if you like it, if you like what you're doing or not, right? Especially when you get rewarded for doing good. You find out quickly because when you do good, when you, when you strive to do good and when you submit to the order, like we submit at jobs, we submit at other things. But when it comes to God, we just want, we just want to do whatever we want to do. You see, and we can never find it, find that within the chaos. We can find the meaning, the purpose and, and why we're here within the order. Same thing as with the job. And then, then when you, when you don't like that job, right? Let's say you don't like it. Then you go somewhere else. You submit to, so you find maybe now you've learned some things and you go and again, you submit to that job. But when you get rewarded, then you start seeing, okay, hold on a second. If I do good, there's a reward and there is a growth with that. Then I can move forward and I can move on, move up within the company or maybe you're a business owner. Same process, right? You, you invest a little bit and you see, you see, oh, this, this good, this, this is, this is growing. This is going in, the, in a good way. And you start understanding that there is a reward. There is a reward. Now, same process with God. You see, when you submit to the order of God, that means to his word of God. Just, you know what? 
Man, I, I just, if, if you're watching this podcast, I would love for you just to read the Bible just like a book. Just play it. And, and yes, it might be, it might not be, uh, you might not understand everything. It might be confusing to you, but just, just get to know the Word of God because it's amazing. It's truly amazing. And when you submit to the Word of God, when you're obedient to the Word of God, then you get reward, rewarded. And, and, and then you desire to grow even more. Let me tell you, my life is amazing. It is. It's full of trouble. It's full of, uh, you know, different things that, that I don't like. There is that. Jesus said, you will have trouble. But my life is full of meaning. My life is full of joy. My life is full of passion. My life is full of love. I have amazing kids. I have a wife that I love, love, that we just celebrated 22 years of our marriage. And I can't wait to wait to truly look forward to what God has for us and to travel a little bit, to, to do what I love and to focus on what I love instead of just being a zombie, literally, in the culture of this world and being a slave to the sin of this world. Let me read in Genesis chapter 4, when God created the world in the fourth chapter, the first book of the Bible, Bible describes a little bit about sin and what sin wants to do. And it says this, you will be accepted if you do what is right. So now in order to do what is right, you have to find out the order, right? The boundaries. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. That's what the Bible says says that there is a power, that there is, there's a kingdom of darkness that try, tries to just first just, uh, just make you feel a little bit off, right? When you refuse to do what is right. Ah, I, I don't know. I, I know what is right, but mm, I don't want to do what is right. I'd rather do what is wrong. It's more exciting. You know what is right, but you, you're moving in that direction. And the Bible says there's a sin right standing at your door, desiring to control your mind, your heart, your soul. And you're going to keep shooting it and missing the mark. You keep, you're going to keep on searching for purpose and you're going to miss the mark. You're going to keep looking for the meaning and you're going to find emptiness. You're going to keep on looking for something to fill your life, your heart. And yet you will find nothing. But Bible says, but you must subdue it and be its master. That means sin is under me, not going to control me. So number one, sin wants to control you. Remember, sin wants to control you and it wants to control your mind and it's never enough. It starts with a little bit of alcohol, drugs and whatever that is, a little bit of porno. It's nothing. It's fine. I'm just taking a, a little bit and then a little bit more and a little bit more. Then you lose your mind and then you lose your completely the whole perspective of life and, and you get confused and that's why you see this world of confusion and identity and sexual confusion and, and LGBTQ plus and you know five years from now it's going to be LGBTQ plus TYCYZ blah, 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 whatever. I am so sick and tired of this because it's just confusion. It's confusion. That's all it is. It's a, it's a confused ca chaos that wants to control you. And you are confused within that chaos, following that chaos. Now, it's not just, it's not just in one area or another. Sin wants to control everything that you have. Everything that you have. Now, we will submit to something. We will submit to something. 
someone or something. Someone will be master of your life or something will be master of your life. But when it comes to my life, I want to choose who I am submitting my life to and understand the, the benefits. Because when I understand that there is a reward and benefits, maybe I can go towards them and, and now see the benefits and see, and see how the, 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 those benefits of God and what God is saying, hey, if you follow me, man, look how your life will look. I want to fill you with satis satisfaction, with life, with purpose, with joy, with peace, and on and on and on and on and on. There's benefits. There's consequences. There's a reward. And there's good consequences and there's bad consequences. There is. And, and we find out pretty quickly when you start drinking, there's consequences to that. Alcohol wants to kill you. When you start on drugs, drugs wants to kill you. When, when you start on any path of sin, eventually sin leads to death. Now, I don't want to bear consequences of sin. I want to choose my master and my master is God. I know the boundaries of that. I miss it sometimes. I sin. I repent. That's okay. It says that the righteous will stumble many times but will not fail. It says that the righteous will fall seven times a day and will get back up. You might be stumbling, you might be falling here and there, but the righteous person will get back up. That's the definition of righteous. I am getting back up from the ashes of life. Lord, forgive me. I repent. I want to live for you. Now, missing a mark, that means there is no end. When you sin, definition of sin is missing the mark, right? There is no end. So sin is never satisfied. I'm going to talk about that just a, li a little bit. Sin will never satisfy you. It, it, it will never satisfy you. It never satisfied me when, uh, when I got on the porn, when I started drinking, when I started smoking, when I started using drugs. Never satisfied me. It wants, it wants to pull me further, deeper into sin, confuse me, and bring me into the world of chaos. Now, so number two, sin will never satisfy you or you will never be satisfied by sin. That's what you need to know and understand because it wants to control you, right? But it will never satisfy you. It is a bottomless pit. It is void. It is emptiness. Now, you might feel good while sinning. You might feel good for the moment, but only for that moment. And number three, it's the last thing I want to bring to you today. Sin also has one mission and that mission is to kill your life, to steal your time, to really discombobulate you and bring you into chaos so sin can introduce you to the friend and his friend is death. That's it. Control your life, wants to control your life. Sin will never be satisfied and wants to kill you. And you're going to be doing the same thing, a shooting an arrow into nowhere. Now, the only benefit of sin is like I said it already. You feel good for the moment and then there's destruction. I want to live. I want to have my life full of life, joy, and peace and not just a moment. You see, this was my life. In Isaiah 59.9, this was my life. And this des described me and maybe some of you that's watching might describe you. We look for the light but find only darkness. That was me. We look for the bright skies, but walk in the gloom. That was me. We grope like blind along the wall, feeling out way like people without eyes. I mean, I remember how blind I was. That was me. Even at the brightest noontime, we stumble as though it was dark. 
that was me. Among the living, we are like dead. I remember how it's like, there is no meaning to this world. There's no, no purpose. There is, I'm empty. I'm, I'm like zombie. There's nothing in sin. That's exactly what sin is leading you to. Now, chaos means there is no order. There is no reality. You cannot see what is right and what is wrong. Chaos is chaos. So let me give you these three practical steps. If you find yourself among the dead, like I was, here's three practical steps that you can do. Very simple, very simple. Now, in Matthew, it's found in Matthew chapter 3, in verse 2, verse 6, and verse 8. Verse 2 goes like this. Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Now, what is repentance? You can repent anywhere you can be watching this podcast, sitting at home, or maybe stumbling upon it, and, and, and you realize, you know what, that's me. That's me. I'm blind. I'm in the darkness. I feel like I'm dead. Lord, I repent of all the darkness. I repent of all my life. I repent of all previous. I surrender to you. Forgive me. You can go over. You can say, forgive me for alcohol. Forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. You might not quit it that day. It might take you a process of healing and, and getting rid of it and, and, and slowly turning to God. But when you repent, every time there is a repentance, every time there is, when you repent, healing comes next. Because now you get rid of all the, the stuff that's in your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, mouth speaks. So sometimes we speak negative things because what's in our heart. And so repentance cleans our hearts. It clean, cleans our heart. That's, that's one. Number two, in verse, in verse six, it says, And when they confess their sins... He baptized them in Jordan River. And baptism representation, you're dying into your old self and you're resurrecting to, to, to the new life. So first thing is repent. The second thing, and when they confess their sins. So repentance is mean, meaning you repenting before God and you asking Him to be the Lord of your, of your life. Confession is when you, that's accountability also. When you bring and you find somebody else and say, listen, here's what's wrong with me. Bring it to light. What do you do? You take the lid off from the darkness and now you bring all this soup that you of your life that you've been cooking into the light and you're saying here find somebody who's 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 righteous find somebody who's pursuing god find find somebody who's loving god with all their heart mind and soul find someone and just say listen this is what i'm battling with maybe start with a little bit and then a little bit and a little bit because every time there's a confession every time there's a repentance healing to come and number three Prove by the way you live what you have repented of your sin and turn to God. So now, now turn. So number one, repent of your sins. Number two, confess your, your sins. And number three, turn to God by proving by the way you live. So turn to God by taking one thing at a time. You know what? This has been a huge distraction in my life. Maybe it was my friends. Maybe it was Friday nights. Maybe it was just I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm spending money right and left, and there's just chaos and whatever that is. It can be connected to anything. Just take one thing, and you replace it with something good. Because when you say no to something, there's there's emptiness there. You have to fill it with some with something, right? When you're saying I'm going to stop doing this activity, well, that's free time. Free time equals sin. Because if you don't do nothing, that's when the devil attacks. When you're just sitting and you have no purpose, no meaning, no life, something to go, unless you're resting. But if you're doing nothing, if you're lazy, that's when sin comes. That's when the devil's going to give you ideas. So prove by the way you live. Now, I'm turning to you, Lord, and a little by little, I'm going to take one step closer 
to you. So repent, confess, and turn to God. There is order, there is life, there is bright future, but we need to open our heart to that future. And we need to say, Gee, Jesus, help me to understand your order, your boundaries. And let me close with this. The first thing Jesus did, the first thing, and it's in Matthew, it's found in Matthew chapter 4, 17. When Jesus started preaching, what did he say? Matthew 4, he says, From then on, Jesus began to preach, repent of your sin, and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Now, that's the first thing Jesus did. Because when you repent, when you dump all these things, that's all it is. That's all repentance is. Lord, forgive me. Help me. Help me see. I, I don't know if you're out there. Show me. But like, there is no prayer that's ridiculous. There isn't. I mean, so, some of my prayers, I was angry to God. I was like, God, I don't understand. That's okay. That's prayer. Sometimes if you're just, Lord, I, I don't even know if you're there. It's okay. Lord, I don't know if I believe you. That's okay. But man, if it changes your life, your future, not if, when it changes your life, because it changed mine, I'm the byproduct of it. And I would never, never turn back around. Sometimes sin wants to turn me back around. Some, sometimes sin wants to bring me to chaos because I know it feels good. But you know what? Even if I stumble, I get back up because in God, there's order, there's life, there's joy, and there's peace. Next podcast, we're going to talk about effect of sin and other things, how sin manipulates you and how you can truly continue that process of healing from sin. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn His face towards you and give you His mighty, mighty peace. Until next time, subscribe. Thank you.